And welcome back to Coaching with the Bible. This week, episode 113, season 3, episode 4. I am glad you are with me. I'm glad to be back home. So a long week. Last week, we recorded live in New York area at a friend's house, and it was a really wonderful experience really spending the weekend with old friends, as I mentioned in the podcast last week. There's nothing like old friends. There really, really isn't, and I'm really blessed to have had that opportunity to really go back and, and, and just hang out with people and be around them. Some I haven't been around in many, many years, and others you know, who I have been, but never had the chance to really spend sort of that much concentrated time with. And so that was a very power experience. And I got to sort of share with them and be around them and listen and hear from a lot of people about where they are and what they're up to. And that was very powerful and very meaningful. And I sort of made a pact with myself that I would do a better, a better job in the future. It's not a job, but just do better in the future with respect to many of my uh, friend relationships uh, and to just to try harder and make a, a more significant and sincere effort uh, in, in that space. It's part of my overarching goal to live more wholeheartedly, to live more intentionally, uh, to really enjoy more moments and um, can't think of more ways to enjoy them than with the people that you really want to be around. So that was a great experience this week, the fourth in, the, in series three, the portion of the week is Vayera. And our topic this week is on being tested. The word test is rather detestable. Oh, I can't believe I said that out loud. But anyway, the idea that when you say to someone, say to a kid that they have a test, there's a test coming up, I'm going to run for the hills. I hated tests, really hated tests when I was in school. And I hated giving them more when I was a teacher partially because of my experience as a student, but also partially because I hated marking them and reading them and having to figure out what people were saying in the answers. But I also knew what the students were going through. And as a teacher at the time, I would have preferred simply that, they, that the learning experience would just be that, a learning experience that we would come and learn together and be together and grow together and not require some sort of an exam at the end of it. And there were all kinds of exams that we had growing up that we could think of. There were you know, state exams, there were national exams, there were standardized tests. Some were easy, some were hard. There were local tests from different teachers that you had in school and you knew her tests are gonna be easy and his tests are gonna be extremely difficult. And there were tests and subjects that you knew and subjects that you didn't know and subjects that you cared about and subjects that you didn't care about. All kinds. And they always sort of put it in the space that, like, we have to do grades. You have to be graded. You have to sort of know what level you're at to be able to continue forward. It sort of didn't sit well with me because for most of my life, I crammed like a crazy person. So I never really learned sort of in sequence, in, in, in probably the, what I would call the right way, with most of the content and most of the stuff sort of fell out of my head the second the test was over. I don't think I learned very much in a lot of those situations other than the fact that I could cram for a test and I could stay up long hours and work through a lot of material in that space. But pure on learning and improving, getting more knowledgeable, more educated, smarter, whatever you want to call it, 
not sure that's exactly what was going on, even though I think maybe that was the intent, although I don't think that was the effect. The reason it comes up, obviously, as a concept is because in the Bible, Abraham is tested many times. There's a concept of the ten tests of Abraham. We see it with other protagonists and other people, other made players and characters in the Bible. Everything is really a test. There's no story that sort of comes up that isn't some form of a test of the person that's at the heart of it. The movies and the shows that we watch also sort of sit in that space. Like unless there's something sort of scratching an itch or something that's really pushing the person in some direction, it lacks a lot of interest. You're not going to watch a show of a person sitting in a chair doing nothing. Like you're not going to watch something where everything is sort of easy for the person. There's always that, that thing that pushes the person on the other side, which seemingly would be that test, like what's happening in that space. So Abraham in this week's portion specifically, but really all throughout his life, is put to the test. Well, there are a lot of ways to sort of think about it. When I was preparing, I was thinking that more than it's simply tests, it's, it's, it's a lot of decisions, tough decisions that Abraham has to make. He has to execute on some very difficult circumstances and moments in his life. And, and he does. So it's not so much sort of the moment of the test itself. It obviously sort of relies in, relies in the action that the person takes or doesn't take in those moments. And there's some that are heavily moral issues, and some of them are heavy ethical issues, let's say. And some of them are very sort of personal, practical issues that he has to deal with. So the difference between, you know, him getting up while sitting at the edge of the tent and, uh, on that very hot day after having gone through circumcision and going and welcoming guests that's a decision he has to make. It's a test he has, he's, he's in, but obviously maybe it's not as significant as the test at the end of the, of the portion where he the sacrificed the binding of Isaac. But there are others in the middle there as well. Standing up against God before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's, that's a decision he has to make. It's a test he has to go through. And his ability to maybe consider the fate and the plight of others, having to negotiate some sort of an agreement with a king, like Avimelech, like that's something he has to deal with, and it's not an easy thing to go through. He has to deal with sending Ishmael away, sending Hagar away at the behest and the request of Sarah, like perhaps that's heavier, that's deeper, that's harder. So there's a lot of things that are going on in this space. And for that matter, Lot is also being tested when he's living in Sodom and his ability to handle that moment and what to do there. So testing, you know, is one of those things that like we all go through and it's something that we live through and something that we deal with. And it's really not a lot that we can, you know, sort of do about that. That's just sort of how life goes, right? You know, like... There's a lot to think about when we're talking about being tested. And so to sort of put it in the context here for the sake of what we're trying to do with coaching with the Bible is not simply just to sort of feel for each other's tests in life. There are big ones and there are small ones. Um, just to give you an example, the last couple of days I was trying to travel home and due to some bad weather where I was in Florida, and the potential hurricane, um, it made getting back home exceptionally difficult. 
and sort of knew that it's sort of itching at the back of my mind. And I did everything I could, I thought, to sort of try to beat it and beat the weather, beat the hurricane and get home early. And literally everything I tried sort of slapped me back in the face. Murphy was having a good time with me, Murphy's Law, in that, you know, no matter what I was going to do, I wasn't going to win. And admittedly, I wasn't sitting there thinking like, oh, I'm being tested right now. I was mostly frustrated, annoyed, and angry the whole time, and at a certain point demoralized. But the, there are moments, as I think back about the last couple of days, where I do feel like something about me was being sort of pressure tested. Um, how do I handle that kind of dysfunction? How do I handle that kind of stress? How do I handle that kind of decision making in those moments? I don't love it being in it. I didn't love it when it was happening. I can maybe look back at it now that I'm home and I'm safe and everything's fine and have a perspective about it. More than anything, maybe I think my kindness was being tested and my ability to be nice to a cab driver or nice to a flight attendant who really was at no fault um, or nice to the hotel manager uh, where I was staying. Any of those things, um, probably I could have done a better job at over the course of time. And maybe then I didn't show my best foot forward in those moments. But at other times in life, I feel like I've been tested and it's certainly better ultimately and have gotten through them or over them and haven't been beaten down by some of them. But you get to a point where you have perspective on it and you think about it and how am I at the moment that I'm at? And when we realize that sort of all of life effectively is a test, like that's sort of what's going on all the time, then it's sort of like a different thing to sort of think about, right? All the time, if life is always a test, the thing is like, what's the, okay, what's the point of that? Like, what are, what are we trying to get at? What are we trying to accomplish with those kinds of things? And so for here, I'd like to sort of think about, uh, which is this. Um, the, the notion of being tested is an appreciation that Something is happening that's bigger, that's deeper, that's more crucial, more important for us in life. And so that's what we sort of have to hang our hats on is if, every, if we look at life as a sort of idea that we're always trying to improve and get better, then if every moment is a test, then every moment is an opportunity to improve. It sort of goes back to what we talked about in the, the, in the first week, a few weeks ago, about sort of that good philosophy and sort of take on these very difficult moments in life and think about them as being good, right? And these are opportunities to grow and opportunities to get stronger. And when we think about this, there's a quote that I saw that has no author, but I think is probably authored by everyone. Sometimes we are being tested not to show our weaknesses, but to discover our strengths. I think that's very much true, although maybe at the moment we don't think that way or doesn't necessarily inspire us in that moment to sort of do better, but it is the truth. And so I want to give it a construct based in the Bible of Abraham being tested multiple times during the course of his life. Again, famously, the idea that comes down in the ethics of the fathers, that it's 10 tests of Abraham. The reality that in our own lives, we go through multiple sets of tests, not the hardest ones at first, but as we progress, maybe perhaps the tests get harder. So there's a comment by the author of the book called Amik Davar, his name is Rabbi Naftali Tzvi Yehuda Berlin. He was the 
leader, the head of the academy in Vilna. He's an enormous scholar, wrote many, many books, and it's a very inspiring figure. And so he comments on the word that is generally translated as being tested with respect to the story of Abraham in the 22nd chapter of the book of Genesis in the first verse, the Bible tells us that God, quote-unquote, tested Abraham. So the word in Hebrew is nisa. Nisa, generally speaking, is translated as tested. But the reality of that word is that that word has multiple meanings, and it is translated and used in other places to mean something else. And so Rabbi Berlin comments and says that with respect to Abraham, Abraham is not being tested in the way that we normally think. We normally think that, oh, will he pass the test? Will he fail the test? I'm not sure there's any question about whether or not Abraham is going to pass this test, as difficult as it is, because this one goes right up against the core of who he is as a person, what it is that he has been preaching for a generation. So much of who he is lives inside that last, quote unquote, last test, the binding of Isaac. Rabbi Berlin sort of expands and quoting from a Midrashic text, there's an idea that the term test has multiple meanings. And so what we're coming up with when a person is being tested, there's sort of three constructs about a person being tested. Number one, he talks about the idea of what person buys a new pan or a new pot and they heat that thing up. When they continue to heat that up and they're continuing to do that, it's not to test whether or not like it's going to get stronger and better over the course of time, that it's going to be a better pot 10 minutes from now because you heated it. No, you're really sort of testing it for its relative strength. You just want to simply know that it's going to work and that it will stand up to that test. So the fire puts it, you put that through a fire and it, you're just testing its relative strength. So that's one. The second one he explains is when you're, when you have Flax, so you have some sort of like an item that needs to be beaten out, right? Uh, take any sort of the metals or any sort of the things that you're trying to beat into another form or into another shape. So you have to beat it consistently and consecutively. And the more you beat it, the more you hit it, the more you put it through that process, actually, the stronger it gets. That's the second one. The third one is when you are increasing the burden on an animal, in that case, you are in fact testing the relative strength of the animal to see what that animal can hold. Can it hold more? Can it hold less? Will it survive? Will it not survive? And so on and so forth. So that's the construct that Rabbi Berlin establishes. And then he says, well, which one is Abraham? And so he establishes that Abraham is really more of a mix of the idea of two and three. And so the idea that Abraham is being, you know, tested to, to sort of, you know, see his relative strength or to see if he's going to get stronger, I, I don't know that that's sort of the idea here, that that's what's trying to happen here, right? So, I, you know, that, that's not exactly what it is. But really, it's more the sense of, how much can you take? This is the sense that, you know, perhaps he believes that he might have gotten to an end point and there's no longer testing that's out there. Not true. So 
with Abraham, my sense of it is that he's sort of in that middle space. He's not one where it's sort of testing relative strength. God knows the strength of Abraham. We certainly do, having read it over and over and over again. But I think there's a space between two and three where Abraham sort of sits. The hitting of, a, hitting of, the, uh, of the flax or beating of a metal to make it stronger and to change its shape makes it stronger. And so to, to a degree, I think that's part of what's happening here with Abraham. You don't think you can go more? You don't think you can do more? You don't think you can go further? Let's show, let's show how you can go further. Let's show it to you. Let's show it to your children after you. Let's show it to the generation. Let it be a lesson for everyone that you can, you can get stronger by being hit in these situations. The test is your ability to take the hit and to keep going. I quoted once Rocky Balboa in this space. It's not a question of whether you can take the hit. It's a question of whether you can take the hit and get back up. The ability to take on more is that also leans into number three. So Abraham has been tested a lot. He's been through a lot. You all know I'm enamored with Abraham in many, many ways. He has been tested almost feels like enough till this point. But the idea here is, can we, can we th throw this on your back, Abraham, to sort of see what this one's going to be, to see how much you can actually hold, and then what you can then justly benefit from after having been tested, tested again. And you can't beat him. You can't beat Abraham. Whatever you put in front of him, he's going to pass that test. And so with respect to us in our own lives and what we're going through, we're always going through something. We're always being tested. And we have to sort of live life a little bit that way. It's just a question of what we're being tested and how we're being tested. And so I think about it in the following construct. It's hard to do in the moment. It's hard to sort of establish in the moment that something in the universe is testing us at this moment. And so we're trying to just get through and get to the other side. So I don't want to get philosophical in those moments or expect anyone to be philosophical and challenge anyone to sort of be cerebral in those moments because I think a lot of the time it's a survival instinct that gets through. What's important to appreciate is that the ability to build survival in instinct is in fact possible such that when a person operates in a moment of being tested, they operate from a place of strength and not weakness. They operate from a space of practice and not rookiness. That's not a word, but the sense that they've gone through this, that they have built the neural pathways in the mind, that they have you know, um, had the muscle memory built up in time so that when this moment comes, they're ready for it. I read yesterday, really great quote, which I think is really true about a lot of different things. Basically said like this, is that you... You, you win them. This was a great quote. You win the medal in practice, you pick them up on race day. You win the medal in practice, you pick them up on race day. The sense that having put yourself through the rigor and the practice tests, for lack of a better term, gets you ready for those bigger moments. So the construct that I want, to, I want us to think about is in the course of our own lives, you know, Take a moment when it doesn't feel like you're in the middle of the test to think about what are the things that I'm being tested on right now? Again, identify what those are. That's one. Identify what those are. Two, then identify what kind of test is it. So if it's a test of my kindness, right, let's say as an example, is that a, 
heating the pot situation? Is that a beating the flax situation? Is that an increasing the load on the animal situation? Like what is actually being tested there? What's the gain on the flip side of that for me in the event that I get through that? And then maybe what am I ready for when the next one comes? So first is simply identifying what are the tests that I'm going through in life right now? Maybe it's spiritual, maybe it's financial, maybe it's psychological, maybe it's professional. Number two is what kind of test is that for me? What, how is that working with me? How is that doing something for me? What is that doing for me? That's two. And then three is the benefit, sort of the plus minus, the benefit of, of having get, gotten through that for, for ourselves. Where does that put us when it's over? That's three. And number four is the really practical side is what am I doing? What are the things that I'm going to do to sort of get through this exam, this test in my life? So for the sake of Abraham, as an example, he asks no questions. He just goes. Three-day journey, he goes, and he, and he attempts to complete what would appear to have been the request of the binding of Isaac, which was the slaughter of Isaac. So his method is no questions asked, go do. That's it. Gets the materials together, gets on his animal, takes his kid, takes a couple of servants, and he goes in the direction that God is directing him. No questions asked. That is the method that Abraham operates in for this exam, for this test in his life. In other cases, it's different. But in this one, this is the way. And so we have to think about the way in which we best handle these circumstances. What are the things that we do? What are the things that we can do? What are the things that we need to avoid? These are important for us to sort of really lay out for ourselves when we're trying to work through things as to how I do my best work in these moments and where I fail in these moments and how can I avoid failure in these moments because I do want to be ultimately better. And to finish with then the quote for today, it's actually a quote from a comedian from Conan O'Brien, which I liked. I like being tested, he said. I get as scared as anyone, but the feeling of putting yourself on the line, betting on your talent and having it work, that's the most exhilarating feeling in the world. That's the case for Abraham. That's the case for us. That's the case for everything that we're doing when we're working through one of these moments in our lives. That is Coaching with the Bible for this week. Have a great one, those celebrating Shabbat. Enjoy the Shabbat. Enjoy the rest. Look forward to seeing you next week.